Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The Iowa caucus, well, chaos. Rush Limbaugh discloses his cancer diagnosis. YouTube vows to ban, quote, manipulated political content during the 2020 election. Cases of the coronavirus increased 3,000% worldwide. Also, I had the political disaster in Iowa and what it really means. Technical difficulties and vote count inconsistencies completely derail the Iowa caucus. After months of campaigning and millions spent on ads, the state's Democratic Party now refuses to release the results. Officials using pictures of paper ballots to figure out who actually won. President Trump calling the entire process a, quote, unmitigated disaster, and it is. Without any official results, exit polls show the most important issue on Iowa voters' minds is electability. Statewide, more than 88% of the ability to beat Donald Trump is more important than policy or ideology. More on the Iowa disaster ahead. Talk radio pioneer Rush Limbaugh disclosing he was recently diagnosed with advanced stage lung cancer. The 69-year-old conservative icon says he will likely miss multiple programs while getting treatment for the cancer, but he vows to return to full strength, saying his work gives him, quote, the greatest satisfaction and happiness in life. We wish Mr. Limbaugh the best. YouTube promising to crack down on what it describes as manipulated content during the 2020 election. Executives for the tech giant offering few details on the new guidelines, saying the rules will help promote a healthy political discourse heading into November. Critics say the move could limit freedom of speech. Cases of the deadly coronavirus now up 3,000% around the globe. Researchers in China believe the disease originated in bats. Multiple international airlines, including British Airways, have completely stopped flights to China as the outbreak continues to spread. There are currently 21,000 confirmed cases worldwide, including seven in the USA, about 400 fatalities. In a moment, the big winner in Iowa last night, President Trump, will explain next. When an emergency strikes, what is your first impulse? If your answer is run to the grocery store, you'll likely find chaos and nothing but empty shelves. How do you avoid that? It's simple. You use today to make a plan, to prepare. One practical place to start is storing food in your home. That way you're protected in case there's a natural disaster, civil unrest, or a long-term power outage. I experienced that during Sandy. Now, I trust and use my Patriot Supply for my food storage. You should, too. Start with this, a two-week food supply. Save 45% today when you go to my special website, preparelikebill.com. These tasty breakfast, lunches, and dinners last up to 25 years in storage. And my Patriot Supply ships them fast and discreetly right to your door with guaranteed two-day delivery. Act now so you're prepared at... PrepareLikeBill.com. PrepareLikeBill.com.
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The great Iowa voting fiasco. Democrats in that state cannot count the votes. No one knows exactly why. So it's chaos. Of course, President Trump is thrilled because he knows the more confusion his opposition has to deal with, the better it is for him and Republicans. Now, at this point, it doesn't really matter anymore who will eventually win in Iowa, as the vote is tainted. All the news people running around out there are gone, so no one will care who won. Lots of money and time wasted by the Democratic candidates. They cannot be happy. But now it's on in New Hampshire. That primary is a week from today. In 2016, you may remember Bernie Sanders thumped Hillary Clinton in the Granite State. Donald Trump easily won the Republican side. Can you remember who was number two in New Hampshire? Governor John Kasich of Ohio. Bernie Sanders should win the state again, but Joe Biden has to perform decently if he wants to have any momentum at all going into the key state of South Carolina. These have been tough times for Mr. Biden. You may have seen last week he got into an argument with a Today Show anchor who was asking him about Hunter Biden. Now, this is extremely unusual, as NBC News and the Today Show love the Democrats. But at this point, any journalist who doesn't ask Joe Biden about Hunter Biden and the vice president's threats to Ukraine is going to be a joke. These are the huge questions that Joe Biden has to explain, but he doesn't want to. Now, I've known then-Senator Biden, then-Vice President Biden, for decades. I'm not close to him, but I have a decent, cordial relationship with him. I can't understand this. Biden knows he's going to get hammered from now until Election Day about his son and his own actions in Ukraine. Yes, The impeachment thing obscured that, but now Biden can't just run around and say, oh, there's nothing to it. Everybody knows there's nothing to it. That's not true. There's videotape of Vice President Biden threatening Ukraine and using President Obama's name in the process. And we know that his son, Hunter Biden, received millions of dollars from Ukraine for doing nothing. So... I don't understand Joe Biden's posture. And if he runs around New Hampshire this week and doesn't answer these questions cogently, he could get whacked. Bernie Sanders is looking pretty strong. New Hampshire Democrats are liberal. As I said, he'll probably win. But in the long run, the Democratic Party is not going to put Sanders up, in my opinion. Mayor Pete is the wild card. I think he's going to do okay in Iowa. And he might might surge in New Hampshire. Keep your eye on him. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Deborah's home was stolen. I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. 
The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. This story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says, quote, criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. And it gets worse. Deborah, quote, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easy, unquote. This is why you need home title lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, please go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it. Then sign up to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And to get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. Please go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 2020 quickly shaping up to be one of the most contentious presidential elections in history. Tonight, in the middle of all the chaos, President Trump will deliver his State of the Union address before both houses of Congress. Tomorrow, right here, we will analyze it. But no matter what happens between now and Election Day, the president's speech won't be any stranger than some of the most unbelievable moments from past presidential campaigns. Starting in 1841, the longest inaugural address in history ushered in the shortest presidential term. William Henry Harrison delivered a more than two-hour speech with no coat in freezing temperatures. Cold weather might have given Harrison pneumonia, leading to his death just 31 days after he was sworn in. 1865, Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration. Vice President Andrew Johnson, he was impeached, remember, was a total disaster that day. He'd been drinking whiskey to help alleviate symptoms of typhoid fever, not a great mix. Johnson stumbled through his speech and was too drunk to attend Lincoln's swearing in. In 1912, Teddy Roosevelt was on a campaign trail before a speech in Milwaukee. A saloon keeper shot him in the chest. With the bullet still in his body, Teddy delivered his prepared remarks, telling the crowd, quote, it takes more than one bullet to kill a bull moose. Fast forward to 1972, Democrat George McGovern made a slight mistake with his vice presidential nominee, Senator Thomas Eagleton. Unbeknownst to everybody, Eagleton had previously spent time in a mental hospital undergoing shock therapy. The senator disclosed his medical history at a press conference weeks after his nomination and had to resign. Richard Nixon won 49 states in that election. Just two years later, Nixon took the stage for the State of the Union with an approval rating of 26%. Watergate the reason. Nixon flubbed the line saying, quote, we must replace the discredited president, unquote. A few months later, Nixon was out of office. How's that for delivering on a presidential promise? The O'Reilly Update will be back after this. Mortgage rates remain low, making it worth your while to consider a mortgage refinance. And you can easily do so with the help of American Financing. I recommend them because their mortgage consultants are only focused on your goals. So there's never any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. I really believe in the solutions they create. Now, 
If you handle your mortgage properly and if you respond to low interest rates properly, you can leverage your debt and then make money because you reduce your monthly payments. So look at your mortgage, look at your rate, and know what's available. You can easily accomplish this by getting a free mortgage review from American Financing. They may help you save up to $1,000 a month. So make the call today, 888-462-9557. That's 888-462-9557. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, American Financing, and MLS, 182334, Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.